along this uh, textile, IEEE textile committee that I've talked about, I, during that, I was the membership chairman for a while and the treasurer for a while and became the chairman and the chairman of the conference one year and got this, this award. Well, um, later on, um, well, my work down here, um, the company um, I was a part of, the, uh, still a national group of, of application engineers, I got awarded fellow engineer rank, uh, which is, you know, prestigious uh, ranking, you know, for my record as, as an application engineer. And uh, then the company uh, wanted to have a, well, the fellow that had been the paper industry uh, expert, so to speak, from Pittsburgh, uh, well, where he retired or what. But anyway, they appointed me as the national paper industry engineer. And so that's when I began then traveling all over the country. You know, I, before that, I'd just been here in the Carolinas, you know, on the textile, not only the textile, but also whatever other industries that the salesman needed uh, technical help for. The way, way it worked was that, you know, we had the salesman uh, in the office at, in Charlotte. Well, I also supported the salesman in Columbia, South Carolina, and Asheville, and, and other offices in the district. But to the salesman, if he was going out to see the customer and that he knew it was going to be some technical question or problem to solve, he would take me along. So that was a, I, I like that part of it because, as they say, that the salesman could take care of the price, politics, and delivery, and I could just sit by and wait for whatever needed from a technical standpoint. I didn't have to take the leads, you know, and entertain the customer and do all that stuff, do the drinking, you know. With my, I used to sit, you know, there's one, there's one salesman up in Raleigh. <coughs> We'd go out to a paper mill out in Newburn, North Carolina, and this guy who was the uh, electrical superintendent of the mill, that uh, George Johnson, he would would be out at the mill with him all day, and then George would offer to take him out to dinner. So we'd go out to dinner and then sit, you know, eat and drink. They drink and on here, I'd be sitting there, couldn't wait till this was all over. <laughs> Get out of this. <laughs> But anyway, that was the you know the technical support for the for the salespeople. Well, there's one guy in the earlier times when I was in Charlotte, uh, Jim Rigdon. He called me Doc Parker, and I picked up the nickname. Most of the Westinghouse people call me Doc Parker because he started it. Said, "Oh, Doctor Parker was the guy that had the answers to everything." <laughs> so. Well, in this new uh, career of mine as paper industry engineer, which was my last role with Westinghouse, um, I belonged to the IEEE Pulp and Paper Industry Committee, and I was the membership chairman of that for uh, about 10 or 12 years, and I also have the certificate over here as awarded as a, a meritorious achievement of service, a service award for that, and um, then parallel to that, there's another organization, TAPI, in the paper industry, 
Technical Association of Pulp and Paper Industry, and it had an electrical committee, of which I also belong to. And of course, each year I'd go to these different committee meetings in different places and conferences. And so in that, our, it had subcommittees and uh, on power distribution and drives and communications and safety and whatever. But I became the power distribution subcommittee chairman for a couple of years in that and um, went to the annual conferences. Uh, so there were two different kinds of conferences. I went to each of the TAPI conference and the IEEE conference. And these conferences is where I got to go to some you know, nice uh, trips and places. And these conferences last usually go in on Sunday nights, and then they last about Thursday and have these technical session meetings during the day and then social things at night. And one night every time during the week would be a special social occasion. And so we at these different places we'd go to, I'd, gosh, I was just thinking last night I couldn't it's amazing how many different places of these occurred that we went to and then I started taking Grammy to some of them but we went to, you know the uh, as far as the paper industry the main there's mainly four major paper sections of the country there's the northeast the northwest and the middle Atlantic and the southeast and there's paper industry and paper mills and those different so generally the conferences were sort of take in those different places near where some of the paper industry people were. But we've been to, uh, you know, Vancouver, Canada, Seattle, Washington, Portland, Maine, San Francisco, Milwaukee, Chicago, uh, Montreal, Toronto, uh, Niagara Falls, Cape Cod, Jacksonville, Williamsburg, Atlanta, you know, <laughs> Mobile, and and occurring during some of those is some of my, <laughs> you know, I, I, I get people that disasters maybe follow me around as the three or four big disasters that I was connected with in some of these. <laughs> um, uh, in um, one of them, the conference was in Portland, Oregon, and the conference was like, I'm going to say June the 25th, well, on like June the 15th, Mount St. Helens erupted. And so the big question was, why are we going to have the conference general? Because Mount St. Helens is not too far out of Portland. And the ashes all fell on Portland, you know, from the volcano. Well, it turned out they did have the conference. And so uh, Grammy went with me. We went to Portland. And uh, uh, then 10 years later, had a conference again there. And little Helen, we went there, and the plane flew over. You could look down on on Mount St. Helen and see the volcano hold and all of that. And then uh, another time, a uh, conference was in Mobile. I kind of didn't go with me on that one, but in Mobile, it was at a, a new Marriott Hotel and just built on what was called a 100-year floodplain. You know what a so-called 100-year floodplain once in a 100 years. Well, Westinghouse, had, when I was doing all of this with Westinghouse, I was, the, you know, for the paper and this is the point guy, you know, for the, whatever one owned at the conference. So they had this uh, one thing Westinghouse did for the 
customer event for us was a dessert party after the dinner. So this night, up on about the 10th floor of the hotel in this entertainment room, we had our dessert party. So I went in there early, you know, to greet people and whatever. Stayed up there. There was storming, raining outside. Well, about 11 o'clock when the all saw it, we closed them on. I went downstairs, and it was knee-deep in water in the lobby of the uh, of the Marriott Hotel. <laughs> the, 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 the desk was all wading around in water in the motel. <laughs> and I could look out my my room, and down in the parking lot, I can remember there was a uh, white Cadillac in the parking lot that the water was up to the windshield wipers. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was the uh, Mount St. Helens and the flood in Mobile. And then um, there was the, because um, this wasn't a conference, I actually was up with business. Uh, Westinghouse had a plant at the airport in Buffalo at the time that I used to go to. Well, this one time I went up there, like on a Thursday, and I was going to leave on a Friday. And the Westinghouse plant was at the entrance to the airport. And there was an Airways Motel at, just across the street at that entrance. Well, that year, Buffalo had just had humongous snows. Well, this particular day, I was visiting this engineer in, in the plant there, and I was supposed to leave Friday afternoon. And so about noon, uh, John Bentley, he looked out the window, and he saw these snow flurries starting. He said, you know, Elton, if I were you, I think I'd go over to the motel and get my bag and go on over to the terminal, you know, because it looks like it's going. The snow has started and going to get worse. So I go and it's about a, it seemed like almost a quarter of a mile from the plant to the motel. I walked in the motel, went in, got my bag, and when I turned around to come out, looking out the front door. A glass window. It looked like the old black and white TVs that the horizontal flipped. You know, it was it was going like that, and it was just snowing. It was about five degrees and about fifty mile an hour. They call it the blizzard of '77 in Buffalo. And so, uh, anyway, I come on out and I get the the shuttle van to go, went on to the terminal, which was. The driveway already had snow piled up on both sides of the driveway. I get up to the terminal, and um, it was going to be another hour or so to my flight time. Well, there were bags sitting on the uh, curb. Going down, the wind was blowing them all down. <laughs> and uh, the airlines had canceled all the flights, and they had commandeered the motel room. But fortunately, I was smart enough, when I left the motel to make a reservation, tentative reservation. Well, I got back to the motel Friday afternoon, and I stayed in there until Sunday afternoon. They couldn't even cross the street, that the blizzard, they call it the blizzard of 77. And, and my room was next to the laundry room in the motel, and I could hear through the wall these women talking to their children at home, because they couldn't leave and go home. And the kids were at home, you know, and so telling them what to do about fixing food or whatever, you know. And uh, looking on the TV while there were people skiing on the streets and the snow plows were actually knocking cars off the street because they were covered with snow, you know, and they were going down to, to grade the street and running into the cars. And they, they Anyway, that's another one of my, that's a fourth disaster, I think. <laughs> I was 